Hoop Dreams family, we're back, episode 33, two episodes a month, back on our consistency, it's good to have you back listening with us again, back to be talking basketball, my bro Chikudi, Chikudi, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man, you know, um, full swing of the NBA season, a couple weeks have gone, it's been some great games, some great performances, and um, yeah, man, I've been really enjoying watching these games. Same, man. It's been beautiful. This has probably been the most I've enjoyed the start of a season in a good few years now, you know. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Some really good games, like you said. Not too much dramas, you know. Things have been pretty good. Most No bad injuries, really, so far. Like, we, we've got lucky with the season, man. It's been it's been a blessing so far this first month or so. Um, one thing we were saying before we came on air quickly was this is the 33rd episode. You know, man, we keep plugging away with these. It's nice to be still going, still out here. What do you think, number 33? What's the first NBA player that comes into your mind? This is interesting to me. Yeah, I, I don't know why it was. Um, for me, it was Scottie Pippen. I'm not, I'm not sure whether it was because he's he's been in the news lately or it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know, some, some Chicago games I've been watching. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Pippen was the first one. What was the first one for you? That's crazy because the first one for me was Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah. I don't know why. It was just a big number 33 in that Knicks blue and orange. And then completely forgot Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> this is shameful for me as a Celtics fan. But like, I don't know, it feels weird. I feel like this number's died out a bit, you know? Back in the day, you used to have a, a lot of 33s. Yeah, 30, 34 as well. I mean, you had like Shaq, Hakeem, like, Shaq, it used to be a big 30s. Ray Allen had 34 for a time. Big numbers used to be in the 30s, now it's like, I don't know. Big numbers. Last great 33, Danny Granger? <laughs> probably. Probably Danny Granger, I don't know. Shout out Danny Granger. Yeah, shout out Danny Granger. Mid-range killer. Anyway. But yeah, on to the episode, man. Like we said, it's been um, it's been a really exciting first month of the season. There's been a lot of ups and downs, like a lot of uh, lot of surprises. I found like one thing that I found is someone who likes to occasionally, you know, p- put a wager on sports. The NBA is a terrible league to bet on because there are upsets left and right. Yeah, yeah, upsets. absolutely terrible. Yeah, all over the place, man. It makes it so fun to watch, you know, with you know teams you think are going to be great don't do so well, vice versa. You know, players. There's always we always talk on the preview episode about predictions and sometimes we're right sometimes we're wrong yeah. but it's crazy how there are always a good number of guys who just come out of nowhere and you're like where did this leap come from so we're going to get into that a little bit give some props give some shout outs to some guys some teams we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some teams that might want to think about panicking think about making some moves blowing it up mm. kind of thing um, yeah we're going to get into that and um, break down some, some contenders some teams do we think they're for real or not depending on the early records going to get your thoughts on that and then of course We've got a little bit of a mini mini beef occurring last night that we need to get on and talk about. Yeah, the, the, the beef is back. I mean, it's been a while. Beef but, is back. Yeah, we're talking about beef on this channel again. Been a while. That's been way too yeah. long. I feel like during the pandemic there was just no room for it. Maybe a little bit of Jimmy Butler and uh, and TJ. What was it? TJ Warren. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the closest we got. Yeah. But we're back now. Excuse my sip. Anyway, we are back. Let's get straight into it, man. Who's who's impressed you so far in the league? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Give me a team first. Team that you've found surprisingly good so far in this early month of the season. Uh, I've got to go with a team with uh, best record in the league. I'll go with the Golden State Warriors. You know, um, Steph Curry has been amazing so far. I think he's he's fed says the the front runner for the MVP. Um, that that team. I mean, <laughs> I expect them to be better than last season. Obviously, they were in the playing and they. You know, barely missed the playoffs with that drama, right? Great performance, but for them to be this good and to come out this hot, they move the ball, they shoot threes a lot more than they did last year. They played defense the same as they did last year as well. Jordan Poole, who was my pick for most improved, who's having a pretty good year. 
Draymond Green looks a lot more uh, energized, more engaged this season. You know, Andrew Wiggins is having, at least I say, the best all-round season of his career so far. He's been, yeah, he's been really good for them. And um, they just got smart players around them now. Iguodala's back there, all pours on the team. Bielitsa, you know, they're guys that know their roles. Bielitsa was a steal looking back. I, I yeah. got <clears throat> yeah. great move. Re- very smart player. They cover up the ball. They can shoot freeze. Steve Kerr's system, I know we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but, you know, he his system is just, it's just it can be tailor-made for some guys. And it's, if you get them in that system, then they look like great players. And in other situations, they don't look as good. So uh, props to Steve Kerr for that as well. But, I mean, yeah, they've 100%. been they've been crazy. And, I mean, they didn't even have Clay Thompson back. And That's what's know, so scary. When he gets back... Like, well, it could be over. Yeah. You know, what well, I'm going to... I'm definitely going to agree with you there. They have impressed me so much. I think that us two and a couple other people, I think, were maybe, like, a year early on them. I remember last year there was a lot of excitement about the Warriors with Steph playing a full season, you know, being healthy. And, you know, what can they do now that he's getting all the extra shots from the guys who have left? It's like, this year they've really shown it. They're playing... They're playing ten guys deep, like maybe twelve guys sometimes. They play. They have such a good roster. Yeah. Steve Kerr does an amazing job of getting so many different guys involved. Like, look at Gary Payne Jr. come out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was unbelievable. Bouncing around the league, he was in the G League. He was, I think, he was overseas at some point as well. But finally, yeah. found a home with the Warriors. I mean, he's plays defense. I feel like course. there's there's no Great. one that couldn't find a home with the Warriors. I feel like, like you said, Steve Kerr is such a good coach. His system is so so effective and so kind of just say nurtures players but like it's a beautiful brand of basketball they play yeah. you know the ball moves so effortlessly and you're gonna get looks you're just gonna find looks we've got players like guys like Steph and Draymond who are so smart two of the most intelligent basketball players you're gonna see you know they're gonna get these guys looks and Steph is just so ridiculous that he's gonna get covered he's gonna get picked up mm-hmm. you know some of 94 feet he is gonna get doubled around the three so you're gonna get so many open looks for other guys Incredible, man. And what I'd say speaks volumes is how effectively they've got Andrew Wiggins playing. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, you have to be pretty special to be able to get that man <laughs> on task. Yeah. Consistently. Consistently, yeah. He's playing defense, he's, he's shooting free, he's not taking those those step-back mid-ranges. Like, he's playing within his role. He's playing really well. He is doing brilliantly. I can't think of two players I would rather play with if I was just, like, an NBA free agent looking at a team to join. I would not think two, of two players better than Stephen Drew. Stephen Drew, yeah. They're chemistry with each other and... Um, when Clay comes back, I mean, like just the like the morale back. for that team, they their confidence is going to be so high when he comes back. That's they're going to be in such that's a hundred percent what it is. Like they they seem like every single person on that roster is bought in, and they are happy with their roles. There are no egos there. Everyone is just playing well, playing hard. So hundred percent, man. I think when they when they had that game in Brooklyn or game against the Nets, that's when I realized they were for real. Like yeah, was blowout, yeah. I was having some some reservations about it. I was like, okay, Steph can carry you to so many wins, but mm. no, nah, they are. As a team, they are scary. For me, I've gone with another surprising one. Uh, another team that was in the play-in last year. Gone with the Washington Wizards out east, man. Nice. You nice. picked this. You picked these guys um, to be a sneaky, fun team to watch I at did. the start of the season. Yeah. Yep. Yep, you said they'd be an amazing league pass team. So many characters on that team. But man, they've been excellent. Somehow they've snuck to a record of 11-5, and five, which, of course, I don't know if it will last the whole season. Mm. But... They've been so impressive. They've once again moving the ball around. You know, there's been the the Lakers. Uh, there was a, not say Lakers rejects, but what do you, what do you call them? The, 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 the Lakers, guys got traded away. The ones they didn't want. The guy who got, yeah, the guys who didn't want. They, who they didn't want. As so often happens in the league, where they 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 have a massive chip on their shoulder now. KCP is playing out of his mind. Montrez is playing like the Montrez that we knew 
before he joined the Lakers. Yeah. Kuzma's playing throwing no look passes for no reason at all. Look, <laughs> what, what is what is the meaning? He called them look passes. Then, like, what he? he called them look passes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most pointless. There's no, he's not deceiving anyone with what he's doing. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just fine pass. But you know what, Kuz, you get slandered enough. So you know what, Kuz, you do your thing, man. But I'm so happy for the Wizards, man. They're actually playing playing really good basketball. I hope it continues. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really good. They've been fun to watch. Really good. You know, um, I mean, we were talking for even Bradley Bill, you know, the, the load that he's had to carry the last two years, and he was at, I think, 30 points a game the last two seasons. This year, he's around, like, yeah. 22, 23, I think, something like that. So, just sharing the ball. The team. Yeah, sharing the ball more, uh, getting other guys involved, and um, you see the record for them is working out. And you think about that, how the whole, sometimes when Westbrook leaves town, things occasionally get better in the short term, maybe not long term, but... In the short term, I think yeah, guys do definitely uh, do definitely step up when they know they're going to get more touches. And, and the team, you know, the team that he's on is hasn't been looking too good so far. There we go. And I, I you know, I I don't want to blame him because I love Russ so much. But after watching, we'll get on to LA. But after watching that Pistons game last night through three quarters, I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sucks, <laughs> bro. Do you know I saw him? He missed he missed the reverse layup because he hit the bottom of the rim. Ball to the rim. Like he he went for a reverse, yeah, yeah. and then the ball didn't even make it to the backboard. It hit the underside of the rim and just. Oh, hit the rim. I was like, "Why are you trying to reverse? Just 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 put it up, <laughs> put it up." Oh god, he's then he had a good fourth quarter. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I can see either side of it. Tough being a Lakers fan right now, man. I would not not know what to think if I was them. But as I said, we will get onto that a little bit later. Um, we've given some teams some problems. Give a shout out to a player, man. Ooh, there's a couple guys that I was, I was thinking of. The one guy that I'm gonna talk about is Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers. You know, um, tough job for him to be the new starting point guard. Obviously, we know the stuff happened with Ben and um, him just refusing to play. So, um, for Maxey to come in second year in the league, you know, even a guy he's not even primarily known as a, as a traditional point guard. Say he's more of like a, a combo guard, like undersized two. For him to accept that role as that starting point guard to still bring his scoring his defense has got better playmaking's got better and he's still got that confidence about him and even on games where Anthony Embiid has had the health and safety protocols I think um, yeah. same with Tobias so a lot of their scoring has been missing the time and Maxi's been really really good for that team he has stepped up big time and um, the way I described like you said yeah he's, his defense has improved so much because in the first year he was almost one of those players where you bring him in to give your team a spark, yeah. but you can't keep him out there for too much run because he could be a liability on defense mm. and on rebounding, things like that. The way I describe him is like, I always thought he was just like a remix Lou Williams. Lou Williams, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was a comparison coming, coming out Definitely. of college. They play yeah. very similarly. Mm. And like, just float the game is mean, he can shoot the ball, he can handle it. Yeah. But now he has stepped up and become an all-round player. And like, they've managed to, like, they've managed to hold the fort while Embiid's been out. And for a team who's now who's been without their two star players from last season, yeah, to be hovering at around five hundred, like yeah, that's good. I can understand you look at the you look, you might look at me like oh they're around five hundred, but like they've done so well to be around five hundred yeah. without those kind of guys out. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's ever had least preparation for like an increased role. Yeah, <laughs> you're starting. You play like thirty five minutes a game. You're starting now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that like, week before the season he just like he called Doc called him at the office and said yeah. Ben just don't want to play. Ben don't yeah, Ben don't want to play, you know. You get you get starting minutes. And a week later, I Charles got COVID, you know. First option is <laughs> the device. He is just and you know every challenge he's been given, he's met. You know yeah. what, 
hundred percent. I agree with that one hundred percent. I've gone with another guard out east. Okay. I've gone with um, the man who I be honest, I didn't put enough respect in this guy's name the last year or so. But Cole Anthony, my goodness, he is balling out. Yeah, really, really good. Very impressive. I don't know if it was the size, if it was the fact he wore number fifty, but I just kind of <laughs> he just didn't pass the eye test for me for whatever stupid reason. Fifty is, is a, fifty that, is a strange number for a guard. Uh, uh, yeah, that, it's a it's a weird number for a guard. Easy, right? easy, that's easy a, number, but it's a weird number as well. Yeah. See, I'm fair enough to him there, but like, yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a random backup center number. And that's like, true. Yeah, it's like for someone who. 50, oh. It's like an Emeka Okafor number. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Joe Anthony wrote yeah. 50. Joe Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Days, it's yeah. the kind of big who can just run, jump and dunk. And yeah, else. get yeah. five fouls so, in like 10 minutes. Sit at the end of the bench. That's it. get garbage minutes in the last two minutes. Yeah. I get, I get what you Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And as someone who, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't watch a lot of Magic games. Yeah. You shoot me, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. But this guy is for real. I'm talking like the most Maybe the most confident player in the league. This guy, it seems like every time he shoots the ball, he thinks it's going to go in. And when it does go in, he is talking to the other dudes around him. He's talking to his opponents. Mm. He's on a bad team, but he is making them competitive and they are in a lot of games. Like he, he's, um, I just love his game. Yeah. He, have you seen his post-game interviews? Oh, they're, they're, they're amazing. He's got that, like, that Anthony Edwards type of like, confidence about him. And, like, he's, he does, he's, you can tell he's not media trained or anything, but it's like, it makes the interview 100%. And he's, he's unapologetic. Yeah. Like, he knows he is special. And he's happy to talk about it. And he's so intense. And he's, he's another guy where I feel like over the next few years, the Magic are going to be able to attract players because people are going to want to play with a guy like that. Hmm. You know? They've got a real good young core going with him and, and Wendell Carr Jr. His remix Horace, Horace Grant or whatever. You know? <laughs> I like seeing that dude play. <laughs> Remix Horace Grant. Oh, okay. Remix yeah. Horace Grant. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's in Orlando, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, yeah, I got you. I like his game. Um, Isaac, Fultz, uh, when they get back. Yep. The younger, Wag- uh, Wagner is Wagner, serious. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Suggs. Oh, Franz is, Franz is serious. Yeah, oh, yeah, his big there. brother's a bit dead, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bit chilly, though, but... but Fran- the Franz brother. is real, yeah. He's nice with it, man. But yeah, like, also, I'm not going to lie to you, the main reason I put him in is because he's saved me so far in my fantasy season. I picked him up as a free agent second week. Ooh, okay. And boy, Anthony has been out of this world. So yeah, big shouts to him. There's a load of other guys I could have mentioned as well. Yeah. Like, look at Jeremy Grant playing out of his mind. He's been really good. I'll give Schroeder some, some shout out mm. just because of the money that he came in on. Yeah, yeah. The kind of the amount of hate he was getting. Yeah, we, 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 we talked about it in the previous episode, I believe. It was like five mil for Schroeder. It was like people weren't really... Yeah, vet minimum. People weren't really um, kind of expecting much obviously because of what happened last year, but I obviously the 84 yeah. mil, but I mean, he's been, really, he's been really well. For sure. And like the last time I saw a point guard go from a potential max contract to a vet minimum was Isaiah Thomas and, you know, Shout Isaiah, but, you know, where is he now? I would love to see him back in the league, but mm. it's very easy to kind of, when the tide goes against you, it's very easy to start falling off. So I think he's done well to, to bounce back early on in the season, even if the team hasn't hasn't done as well. And speaking of teams <laughs> having not done as well, yeah, got to give out some bad grades, man. Who's disappointed you so far? Who are you looking at being like, man, expect the better we are? Um, well, there's one team in California that we're going to speak on later, but another team in California will go with the Sacramento Kings. Um, oh my god obviously they uh, I think it was yesterday they fired their coach uh, good old Luke Walton which really which should have should have happened about two years ago maybe a year, year two years ago <laughs> I mean, it, was, it, was, it was a bit late 
But um, they finally got rid of him. They're the lever, right? Yeah. I, I, personally, I, I'm not a fan of them getting Alvin Gentry. I think that he's... The, the system for Luke Walton was play very fast, but we don't play defense. I think that was Alvin's. That's been Alvin's thing when he was in New Orleans, when he was in Phoenix. So I'm not sure how. Maybe from you know just getting Luke Walton out and having a fresh voice should make things a bit better. But I'm not too optimistic with, with that Kings team. But overall, I mean, the, the defense just hasn't been up to scratch. I mean, the offense is always fine. De'Aaron Fox hasn't, hasn't had a great year, but I mean, he's still got Buddy Hill, Tyrese, Harrison Barnes had a great start to the season. But the defense has just, it's just been terrible. And I think that they were they were lost in defensive efficiency last season. And you always, I always thought if they can just get that up to like, I mean, good, but like 20 third. Middle of the road. Yeah, middle yeah. of the road. It's like, yeah, lower middle, lower middle. Like, yeah, yeah, 23rd, 22nd, something like that. Then make maybe make some noise and try and sneak into like 10th to like yeah. a playing tournament or something. But this season looks like it could be a wash. Unfortunately, again, for Kings fans, because they haven't seen the playoffs since like, 2004 or something, 2005. They have, they have the longest streak in the league now. I think they do, yeah. I think they do, yeah. It's Tragic. Poor. But, like, I can understand, like, if they had at least one year of being good and then they blew it up. Well, they haven't even had a year where they've gone out of free agency. They haven't had a year where they've just gone. They haven't committed to any one thing, it seems like. They haven't committed to building through the draft. Yeah. They haven't committed to building free agency. They haven't, they haven't given any real consistency to their fan base. I mean, this is an interesting one because I didn't even consider the Kings because just I didn't expect anything from them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, It's like, you know? they're like, it's just so, it's, so, it's the, one of the worst places to be in as a franchise because like, you're too, you're too good to be one of the worst teams in the league but you're not yeah. good enough to be, so you're too bad to be, you're too bad to be one of the best teams but you're too good to be one That's of the worst it. teams. You have too world. many real NBA players to be like, you know, like a Rockets or like, you know, Pistons kind of situation. Yeah. But then the problem is you have these players who are good enough where you put them on contracts. I feel so sorry for like De'Aaron Fox, for example, who is under contract. He's played well. He's done. He's earned his money. And now he's just stuck. Harrison Barnes, you know, they really fumbled the opportunity. They could have traded him and got some nice pieces from, you know, potentially yeah. last season or earlier this year. Now it's like, there's a fire sale in Sacramento that's going to be like towards the end of the year. They're going to probably give him away for nothing if they do give him away or very little in return. And, like, the way I'd describe it is kind of like it doesn't matter who you have driving the car if the car has four flat tires and a bum engine. Like, <laughs> yeah. as long as the organization from the top is run terribly and they make awful business decisions, you could you could bring back Phil Jackson's coach's team. It doesn't matter who's coaching <laughs> it. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter who's out there. I don't think they've assembled a terrible roster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think it's just that every time they've had an opportunity to get a star player they have they have they have bowled it really you know look at they could have drafted Luca yeah the, the Luca one was terrible it's, it, that is gonna age so and bad. you look at what Marvin Bagley has been doing I mean I was a fan of Bagley coming out of college but I mean they yeah. they fumbled that as well um, they don't he's living in rotation anymore and I think he's his agency his agency put out a statement saying that they wanted to get him traded but there was no suitors and they didn't want to trade him it was just a whole mess but, and he's still on that rookie deal or whatever yeah. he's on the contract. And I don't think my, I don't think Bagley's a bad player. I just think he's in a terrible organization, yeah. a bad system. They haven't planned around him properly. And looking back, when you could have had Luca, you could have had Trey. I know there's a load of other good guys in that trial. Yeah, that yeah. Had. And that is gonna be just fair enough. You, maybe you don't want a couple of those guys because you have De'Aaron Fox, but then like Luca's generational. Like, if you Luca's generational. Yeah. 
Thank you. And like someone like Vladi, like who I believe is still there. I think he's still knocking about, isn't he? I think, I think he was there when Luca was there. He was there when, when Luca was, was available. Available to get drafted. Yeah. And it's like if anyone should be able to see a top European talent, <laughs> it's hard to hear. You <laughs> Bottled it. You know what, bro? We can talk about the Kings all day. And um, I feel like we could. We'll get no pushback because I've never met an actual Sacramento <laughs> Kings fan. <laughs> if there are any of y'all out there, please reply to us and let us know. You know we'll, we'll, list, we'll list an apology, but <laughs> I, I've never met one of you guys, ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, same. I've, met, I've met a fan from every other NBA team, I feel like. I've met BBL fans that take, like, yeah. the legit BBL mm, fan. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen a Sacramento Kings fan. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to down. You know what, man? They need, they need, they need a miracle blessing. Um, that's a really good pick, actually. I've gone out west as well. Yeah. I've gone with um, a team that I actually really like, and and a team that I've been a fan of for a couple of years now that just disappointed me a little bit. I've gone with the the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh, okay. Okay. I know it's early in the year, and I could push back here, but I just really felt like they were going to take that step this year. I felt they were going to be the team that pushed into the top four seeds. They were going to kind of challenge. Your maybe your Mavericks, your Clippers, your Suns, those kind of teams. Yeah. And Jar's special, like Jar's done his thing. Yeah, he's agree with. But looking back, I'm like the Stephen Adams trade doesn't look too good now. Like I wasn't too sure about it. Valanciunas has been playing really well. Yeah. Maybe you should have kept that around. Maybe I I, I always respect age, like organizations for trying to make moves. So far, I'm not sure if these moves have worked out. You know, I know there's some players to come back from. I know Dylan Brooks could could come back healthy and you know be good, but. Right now, man, I, I really thought, if you'd asked me over summer, I would have said that the Memphis Grizzlies were going to be the next team to win their first championship. Like, the next team that hasn't won a title. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. going to win one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it'll be the Grizzlies. And, um, yeah, been a bit disappointed, man. So hopefully they pick that up. I know with Jar, you've always got a great chance, but hope they pick it up, man, because a uh, bit disappointed so far. Any players that have, uh, that have hurt you Please. or upset you? <laughs> Um, where do we start man I feel like some of the players as well the ones that get me are the ones that you, you love a bit you know the ones who like I've stood up for you yeah. I've argued for you and now, <laughs> yeah and now you still suck yeah. like come on help me out here yeah I'll, I'll give it on the one to the Tatum even though the last three games were really good before that he was oh my goodness he was he, he was it was the the lack of into the rim, it was the the three pointers. He just couldn't really make anything. Settling. Yeah, settling. That was that was that's not my thing. He was settling it, and uh, the thing I think uh, the coach he made Doku was talking about was complaining to the refs and not getting back. Doesn't get back. Oh, I mean, yeah. Tatum's a bit of a, he's a bit of a whiner. I think that's that's, yeah, he that's he's a bit of a whiner. With, with you know, 100%. whenever he doesn't get his calls and he's always kind of slow to try. That would happen a lot last year, but Doku's kind of slowly trying to get that kind of. Um, thing out of him, but um, yeah, Tames Omar mentioned the one guy I'm gonna say is Julius Randle, the Knicks. Um, interesting, <clears throat> very interesting. I was um, I was a little bit low on the Knicks coming into this season. Um, you were. I, I was talking about the defense and um, Kemba and, and Fournier. Who, I mean, to, to, to be fair, so far from proving a, a little bit right. I know it's early, but those guys just haven't been good at all. Um, they don't even play as well. I think they. Tibbs likes to go with D Rose and quickly and Burks off the bench. They like Kemba, I think yesterday Kemba, Kemba didn't play the fourth. He didn't play the. He didn't play the. He came off in like the third and didn't play the rest of the game. They are getting the most inconsistent minutes. Like Fournier will come and hit two threes and come out, yeah. or he'll just come and start the game with a bucket and then not play again. Yeah, you want to see? You see? You play his fifteen minutes. You want to play him again? But yeah, um, yeah I'm gonna go with Randall. Um, 
I just think the jump shot isn't where it was last year. I think that's hindering hindering a lot. Um, as I talked I talked about it last episode. I think it was when it was Tibbs in the Hawk series, and he wasn't yeah. downsizing. He wasn't playing Randall at the five. He wasn't allowing him to roll to the rim of space. And you can see it's really hurting Randall whenever he doesn't when his jump shot isn't what it was last year. He's just kind of struggling to get clean looks because teams know teams know him now. He was, he was an all-star, yeah. he was all-NBA, he led the Knicks to, to the playoffs. Teams are going to double him more, teams are going to game plan for him more. And when that type of defensive pressure's on him now, and the jump shot isn't what, what it was last year, it's kind of hard for him to get his numbers up. So I'll say Randall, I mean, it's a slow start, obviously, there's still time, but yeah. I mean, he just signed a five-year deal as well. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, it was, you know, maybe he did the white side and it was... <laughs> got, got my money, got my money, and then I just don't care. Why is that? You know, man, that's a very good, very good observation. I didn't really like just looking at the roster. Like I kind of thought that they've had a couple bad losses. But I feel like the Knicks haven't been that bad. But you make such a good point about the fact that he's always on the floor with either Mitchell Robinson, Taj Gibson, Taj, or, or Noel, yeah, yeah, you know, Noel. Like he's always in there with another big, and like that makes it hard because then if he's getting doubled, he's getting deed up on. There's not really that many open shooters to kick it to. There's always someone under the basket blocking his ability to drive the ball. Like, maybe they should look at bringing in Fournier and Kemba in late-game situations, like said, moving around for five and mm. thinking about doing that because they need to do something else, man. Like, I was very high on the Knicks coming in. They're 9-8, and eight, you know, they're still... Yeah. They're, they're around, yeah. Most of the East are around 500, apart from the you know, top four teams, but it's going to need to get better. You know what? I don't, I don't think this is all Randall. I think a lot of it is the way the Knicks play. And... Um, that situation, but 100%, he does need to improve and get his level up, and he needs to be the leader of that team. He can't just be like they, you know, like Jimmy Butler was, is the leader of the Heat. Yeah. But then he can have a night where he doesn't lead them in scoring; they can still win. Yeah, exactly. That can't run for Julius Randle. He has to lead them in scoring almost every night, and he has to be a factor every night for them to win games. So, definitely hope he improves there, um, especially because I picked them to be better than the Bulls, and that is not looking like that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> For me, man, like he, I hate, I hate saying it because he hasn't even played a game yet. But man, maybe my expectations are too high. But Zion is just disappointing me so much with his fat ass, man. Like, just come on, man, just stay in shape. But yeah, Zion, yeah, Zion's, he was so good last year. I mean, he, he was so good, so good. And, and obviously, you just want to see what he, what he's improved on. Has he improved on the jump shots? Improved on the defense? And he yeah. just there is there's been any time to have him, man. It's, it's and that's so worrying yeah. it's it's so worrying the fact that it tells me there's something else going on other than just maybe whatever injury he has there is definitely possibly some conditioning issues some fitness issues some diet issues whatever it may be some commitment issues I don't know about the way Zion, Zion works his agents and whatever but mm. I'm so concerned because I don't need him to come and be be an MVP you know I don't need him to be a top 5 player in the league I just want him to come and be consistent play at least maybe you know 60-70 games a season and just be himself because he's so talented and he's such a good basketball player and like he will be a consistent all-star if he can just stay fit and stay healthy mm. but then if he doesn't keep the weight down it's going to be a lot harder to do that you know carrying an extra 34 pounds on you is going to put serious wear and tear on knees ankles he was already a big dude he was already the heaviest player in the league I believe yeah, yeah. apart from yeah. when he came in now he looks like he's even heavier I'm concerned man I'm concerned about Zion uh, another one that's a sly one was uh, Marcus Smart for me just because I watch a lot of Celtics games 
I love Marcus. Yeah, yeah, was it was it the but, is it the playmaking or is it is it the shot? It's both. Oh, it's both. <laughs> it's just the lack thereof. You know, and it's like he's taken the shots. Some of the shots he's taken just look bad. And he's throwing lazy passes. You know, Ooh. I know he's not. I think he came into the league as a point guard. Like I'm, I'm not expecting him to run point mm. amazingly well. Yeah, yeah. But for the amount of pick and rolls this guy finds himself in, just some better passes, just taking a bit more care. And you know, I feel like that's that's an issue for the whole team. Like he got the team for not passing enough, and rightfully so. But then it's like it's got to come from everywhere. I feel like Smart is still the leader of this team. Yeah, and sure. Just because, just because he's not a top three in terms of a talent, a talent player, he's not the top three most important players. He is the leader for the team, and I feel like I need a bit more from him. But um, yeah, man, getting into these records now. There's some teams who, of course, shout out to great records like the Warriors. You know, Suns are sneakily doing really well, three and three. Yeah. I want to drop a couple teams and records and I'm going to ask you if you think they're for real and they're going to be playoff challenges and playoff contenders or if you think that this is just a lucky hot start and they're going to fall off. Okay. So we are going to start off with at 12-5 and five, Chicago Bulls. For real or pretenders? Ooh. <laughs> diff- I think they'll be for real in the regular season. Playoffs could be a different story. I think yeah, some of it could be experience. Levine, I think he's played in the playoffs. Levine has been played in the playoffs. He yet. has never played in the playoffs. No. Lonzo hasn't played in the playoffs yet. The Rose, Rosen is notorious defense. for poor playoff performances <laughs> <laughs> when he was in San Antonio and in Toronto. Vucevic hasn't been great in the playoffs when he was in Orlando. Again, he was playing for pretty bad. So I don't think they had no chance in those series, but still. Yeah. So I think they were in the regular season. I have to see what they did in the playoffs. I am one hundred percent with you. I think regular season they're a home they're they're a top four seed, home court, whatever. Playoffs. Eh, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Okay, next one. Let's go Phoenix Suns. Sneakily thirteen and three record for real or just pretending? I think they're for real. I think they're for real. Okay. I think, I think they got that, that chemistry, that boost from last year, making to the finals. Um they can stay healthy, which they did last year in the regular season. Uh, and just rack up yep. those wins. Just rack up the wins. Um He'll put you in a good stead. They were on the top three seed. I think they'll probably finish this year. And if you get a favorable matchup against some teams, I think they can match up with most teams when it comes to on both sides of the floor. It's going to depend on can Devin Booker, can Chris Paul maintain that efficiency against a Steph Curry or against if they play the Lakers again or against a Utah team. 100%. I think, I think they are for real purely because the West looks to me like the weakest it's been in a couple of years. Yeah. Like right now the Warriors seem like the favourites to come out. I'm looking at every other team and I'm like, I would be surprised if any other team in the playoffs right now other than the Warriors made it to the finals. Like just off right now what I've seen. The East seems like the stack conference for once, which is really surprising. But yeah, Suns I would say for real. Warriors fifteen and two. What are we said? Yeah, they're for real. They're for real. Yeah, one hundred percent they're for real. We agree on that one, yeah. Just thought I'd because it's a surprising one, but for real. Okay, let's go Wizards eleven and five. The first one, I'm gonna say that uh, I think there's gonna be some drop off eventually. You know, uh, chip on their shoulder. You know, we, you, you talked about it before chip on their shoulder with some of the guys getting traded and guys like Dinwiddie and coming back from injury and stuff like that. But could see some drop off potentially. Um, I, I know that I think they have a West Coast road trip coming up soon, so we'll see what they made of then. But I think there'll be some drop off soon. Me too. Okay, last one I'm going to hit you with uh, for the uh, 
for the for the good teams anyway. Let's say Clippers ten and seven, seven and three in the last ten. For real playoff contenders or drop off pending? Ah, um well for real if Kawhi comes back. Okay. If if, oh, if, oh, if he's not back then I think we'll have a solid regular season. Yeah. But I think we're asking too much of a PG or a Reggie to take us over that hump and beat a like Phoenix or a, like a Golden State, for example. One hundred percent. I feel you. So we're thinking just get in the playoffs, and then if PG can get you there, then Kawhi can be able to take you home. Hopefully, yeah. That's 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 I the like dream. That. Yeah. I like that. That's that's a beautiful dream right there. I hope that comes true for you, man. Um, we are gonna get into quick opposite now. Is is it time to? panic for a couple of teams there are some teams with some questionable records some records you're looking at like huh mm. really should they panic I'm going to hit you the first one Bucks at 9 and 8 9 and 8 panic or this <clears throat> is all part of the plan uh, all part of the plan I think it's uh, yeah. just winning the championship uh, a couple guys came off the Olympics uh, Brooke Lopez I think he's going to play one game this season Got the, I think he's kind of resting that back yeah he got his ring and I was saying <laughs> Got his ring and still care. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I think they're, um, they're just kind of easing things slowly. Yeah, they, I think they what they learned from last year, you don't need to necessarily go all out in the regular season. It's yeah, take it slowly, uh, see what works, see what doesn't, see rotations, different lineups. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, they are, they, they've learned that from last year, so I'm not entirely worried about them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit you with LA Lakers who scraped a win last night to go 9-9. Nine and nine. They are 500 so far this season. Time to panic or we're all good? I, I think it's time to panic. I, I, think, it's time to, I think it's time to panic. Um, the, the one thing that I've always looked at throughout the season is like, obviously we know about LeBron lineups and whenever LeBron goes off the floor, whether he's not playing, whether he's on the bench, the team just gets worse. Whether he was in Miami, he was in Cleveland, his first thing before... There's the vacuum effect. Yeah, yeah, just before, else, yeah. before AD got there in the Lakers. The fact that that happens when you've got Russ and AD is is concerning. Because, I mean, those two guys, you know, Russ is you know, like an all-star level player now, but, you know, he's, he's a perennial all-star. AD yeah. going to be an all-star. You've got solid enough role players around them, veteran role players around them. And the fact that yeah. you're still relying on 19 years LeBron James to scrape wins doesn't seem great. Very worrying. It's worrying, yeah. And occasionally Westbrook and AD are occasionally getting runs against bench units as well, depending on when they're on the court. Mm. And the fact they aren't blowing games open in the like late to second quarters or whatever they're in worries me a lot. It worries me a hell of a lot, man. And I would argue that Melo has been their second best player this season at home. Anyway, I think it's uh, is he ever at home? Yeah, at home he's been crazy. One, at home, yeah, at home he has been gone away. He's been story, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at home he's been unbelievable. So yeah, very much. I, I'm with you. I'm, I I don't know if it's time to make a move. Yeah, but I don't know what moves it's, it's, they yeah, can make. That's the thing. I don't know what move it can be because I mean, I call up the Kings of Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, well, I'd like Russ. Like the Russ the run fit is always pretty strange. But it's like yeah. you, you can't move Russ because Russ's contract is he makes like forty five million a year. No one's taking. The, it, yeah. the only guy is like John Wall, but I mean, 
You're gonna trade. You know, <laughs> trade Russ back see to Houston. See that move before, <laughs> mate. Honestly, well, we can't get any worse than Houston, so maybe you do. But Wait, and I'm looking like I'm looking at how kind of disengaged Damian Lillard seems in Oakland in, um, in Portland. Portland. Like maybe that was the move. Maybe that should have been the move all along to try try and get Dame to come down. Yeah. But oh well, hindsight. Looks like GM LeBron may have handcuffed player LeBron to get another ring. But. Same, what a shame. He's, he's not, he's I not, do not, think not, they, not the best GM. He's not, is he, bless him. Great player, know, not I think, the best GM. <laughs> I think his success as a player has overshadowed his success as a GM in terms of, like, he's he's orchestrated many a bad move yeah. and got many a scrub player a big contract. And then, he's, <laughs> yeah. and then he's been good enough to just kind of carry these these you know these losers t- to championships. Like Tristan Thompson got like a hundred mil, and then he carried him, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's all good because they won a championship. But now, GM Jordan, Tristan Thompson, GM LeBron, the Kings as well. No, not great, great players. No, not great GMs. And then GM GM Kerr. Oh, yeah. serious. Yeah, GM Kerr, serious. Yeah. GM Kerr, Coach Kerr, whatever mm. it is, serious. But yeah, my last one I'm gonna hit you with real quick is the. Let's see, I'm gonna look for. The Miami Heat eleven and six. What are we saying? Are we saying are we saying they're looking good? Or are we saying that they're gonna maybe have a fall off? Because I'm looking, I'm like they've had a bit of a slide. They're five and five. Yeah. Where do you see this team going? Because I feel like they could either they could have been in the contenders bracket or they could be in the. Are you thinking there's gonna be a drop off? So where do you mm. see this team going? Because they're really interesting to me. I think I think they're gonna be up there, top four, yeah. East East times. You know, Jimmy has looked. Extremely aggressive this season, which I mean, you talked about before. He, he, Jimmy doesn't always assert, you know, he's aggressive. Sometimes he might get 10 points in the game and he'll let Bam, he'll let Tyler Hero, who's also been playing very well this season, he'll let yeah. Hero, Bam um, kind of dictate the offense a little bit and you kind of focus on playmaking, focus on defense. But he's been very aggressive to start the season. Um, yeah. Defense has been amazing by that team, PJ Tucker and Bam. Fantastic. PJ Tucker's a great addition. PJ Tucker, yeah. Great addition. He, even though he's... We, we knew when he was in Milwaukee and even some bits in Houston, he just kind of sticked the corner. You know, he was, yeah. he was just a... This guy just... He set up shopping in that corner. Ultimate glue guy. Yeah. And um, in Miami, I mean, he's setting screens more. He's doing a bit more floaters. So I'm supposed to... I'm credit to Spolstra. I mean, he's using... Coach know, Spolstra. Using him in some different ways. And um, obviously, defense side of the floor, when you get Lowry, Jimmy... Bam and PJ Tucker, you're going to be a great defensive team. So I think they'll be top three, top four. They'll be up there? Yeah. I think they're one of those teams that you don't want to play in the playoffs. It's going to be like I a like tough. If they, are, if they get knocked out, it'll be like a six, seven game. Yes. Tough. Yeah. Tough series. You have to work for that. Yeah. For sure. And especially because like the top of the East looking pretty good. Like, But then the bottom of the East, there's a lot of question marks. I can see that working out. I wanted to bring them up because at the start of the year, I was not buying into this the Miami Heat team with Lowry. I felt like there was too many moving parts and too many things to throw into the team. But, mm. mate, they've surprised me. And you know what? If you think they're for real, then I'm going to start paying attention to the Miami Heat then. Let's go. Um, yeah, before we before we wrap up today, I'm going to do a quick talk about um, a little Celtics Clippers update. Uh, Jalen's been out, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm like, we're playing hard some games. You know, we're playing less hard other games. With, with, we're entertaining to watch if nothing else you are yeah being consistent but the entertainment factor yeah, cons- is there it wasn't we're there consistently c- it wasn't we are in consistently close games and part of me does wonder if there's any kind of match fixing going on I feel like Tatum has taken like the under money line in every 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 matchup 
There's so many games we could have won by like six that ends up going to OT mm. or ends up going to a last shot. If he just like silly played well. Yeah, that's it. If he just, you know, stopped jacking up shots towards the end of games. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm like the reason I didn't put the Celtics in the is it time for concern? Because I don't think there's expectations here with us this year. I feel like the record we are is exactly where we should be. You know, we're a five hundred team with better than five hundred players, but you know, the roster isn't deep enough. The East is getting stronger. And a rookie head coach. It's going to be one for the future. And I hate saying that because we've had players who have proven to be able to carry yeah. a team to a Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. But for whatever reason, you know, there's a step back. I don't know if it's the roster. I don't know if it's the team. I don't know if it's the chemistry. But yeah, I feel like we're, we're, we're about where we should be, man. How about the Clippers, though? You guys are looking better. I'm liking what I'm seeing from you guys. Clippers, yeah, man. We, we've had um, some good stretches, some bad stretches. We had... Um, what was this? Eight game win streak, I don't remember. It was seven, yeah. eight game win streak. It was, it was up there. Um, moving the ball, you know, stuff that Tyler has always preached since he's coming on the team. You know, PG has been tremendous. I think he's been kind of that lower level on that MVP race. You know, so you got the you got, 100%. You got the top guys on there. I think PG also deserves his credit as well. He's been great on the defense side of the floor as well. I'm doing with injuries as well. Marcus Morris has been only played one or two games this season. Serge had a yes, had a little G League stint, and um, obviously he's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he he don't he had like a twenty point double double and I was like, imagine imagine, imagine imagine being like a a guy trying to get win the league and you have to like defend Serge in the G League. Like, how was that fair? I mean, God, was that fair? Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine you, you like call up the scout and say, "Hey, come down to this game. I'm playing tomorrow. I like, come down and watch yeah, it." Yeah. And then you pull up and say, so yeah. <laughs> "Make you like a scrub." That's that's hard, man. Uh, but yeah, but I like what I'm seeing for you guys. I think yeah. the biggest thing for me is I haven't seen um, a regression yet in terms of individual performances. Like I was a little bit worried after the playoffs that there was going to be a big Reggie Jackson regression. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Terrence Mann was going to get hit with like the second season issue or something. Like so far, everyone looks still fairly consistent maybe not the heights they were hitting in the playoffs but yeah, yeah. there hasn't been a big fall off yeah shout out to him as well I mean he's got the uh, I think it's COVID now, right now so he's going to miss bless him about a couple of weeks but I mean he's been tremendous he's, he's been even better than last year which I don't know how that's possible how both ends of the floor he's so, um, resurrected his career what a player he is though. yeah shout out he's a real basketball purist yeah. player the, what was the Love thing he said he's got he's all these steps on 2k like 75 <laughs> That's it. He's at even 75 at everything. Yeah, yeah. He is a jack of all trades. He is like like C plus in every category. He is just a good... I think B minus in every category. He is such a good all-around player. Yeah. Like he can play any position. What a guy. Uh, before we go into a quick talk about the beef, we had a, a little bit of beef last week or the week before between uh, Jokic and one of the Morrises. Oh, yeah. Morris. Oh, well, uh... <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. Um, whose side do you want that beef? Who are you taking in the fight? Taking in the fight? Yeah. Um, Jokic. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm taking the Jokic brothers over the Morris brothers. Although I know I know that Marcus is for real, but I don't know about Markeith. So. <laughs> and yeah, uh, quickly, good. LeBron, LeBron on, on Isaiah Stewart. Um, that was so weird to watch. Do you think it was intentional for LeBron we bust Isaiah open? Yeah, I, I don't think. <laughs> I think he. I don't know. I feel it was intentional. I feel like the, 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 I feel like he meant it, but he didn't mean it to be that bad. Yeah, he didn't mean to like connect on his face. I feel like he meant to do it like his like his shoulder, like his like his neck or something. But I don't think he meant to do it like right in his face. So yeah, the way I describe it is kind of like 
Do you like when you're in secondary and you're like play play fighting with your boys and you might be throwing bangs yeah. and then maybe someone throws one too hard <laughs> oh, and really? then you actually hurt them. You're like, oh no, hey, I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like I meant it, but I didn't yeah, mean yeah, it. Yeah, I meant it, but yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's one of them ones, but you can see LeBron like he looked apologetic straight away. I think he realized that oh damn, I'm actually. But that was so he was hurt this he team. kept going after him. He went after him like five times. I, 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 I was watching it live and I didn't know what was going on I just saw him like going to God I was like what's he doing did I see the blood streaming from his face I'm like okay he's gonna he kept trying I think to that was, he, yeah he kept trying to go after me like pushing away the he coaches. got through a fair, fair few amount of players I love that like the Lakers formed like a little wall ahead yeah. of LeBron Honestly, like, nah, yeah. he's got a future in the NFL if, if he ever wants it Honestly, was, he's a pass rusher I was, he was, I was seeing some stuff bullying yeah, it's like my only issue with that is, and I do feel like a little bit of like, he wasn't that bad at first. I think it's when he saw the blood, he got heated. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he yeah. violated here now. But, because um, there was about 10 seconds where he was facing up to LeBron and there was no action. And then it was as soon as he got pulled away, then he's like, okay, now, now it's uh, <laughs> yeah. me back. Let me wait until there's 20 people and 50 feet between me and LeBron. Then I'm going to run at him, you know. Yeah, that was, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> Seeing the camera angles, we were just sprinting that far. And I don't know how long the game stopped for because you watched live. How long did the game stop for? Like ten minutes, maybe. Like a bench call it bench clearing brawl, effectively. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to go like in the tunnel. He's trying to go around the tunnel to get at LeBron. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It's... Very rare you see LeBron involved in this kind of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, quick one. Uh, so like three round fight. Who you taking? Three round fight. Yeah. I, I think he's a big guy. You know. He's a big guy. Yeah. He looks like he's he looks like a madman. <laughs> he's been in some fights as well. He's only been in for like what two years, three years. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm taking LeBron. If, if LeBron did that, like as a cheap shot, what's he gonna do to him? People forget that Le- LeBron is LeBron is a big dude, you know. Like because LeBron's a nice guy, yeah, and he doesn't get involved in conflict. Don't think LeBron can't throw them hands if he needs to. You know? <laughs> This is what Bald LeBron does. Bald LeBron is on violence and he Bald saves the Lakers yeah. this year. Bald LeBron. He's coming home, man. I'm happy he's coming home. Finally. But yeah, man. It's nice to have some beef back in the NBA. It's nice to have just good competitive basketball. It's been a lot of fun to watch. You know, I'm hoping for you. I'm hoping for a Christmas Day fight. Christmas Day fight. Ooh. I want Christmas Day beef. Hawks Knicks. Hawks Knicks are playing the jungle, so that could happen. In the garden. Hawks a rough start season. Do you know what? I'm seeing a John Collins, Julius Randle. Little dust up. In the garden, little dust up, little fisticuffs mm, in the garden on mm. Christmas Day while I'm sitting there eating my eating my lovely Christmas dinner. I'm gonna enjoy watching that, man. You, you put, put it out to the universe. You can put a bet on it. If you know we bet on fights on Christmas Day, <laughs> I think you have to find a serious bookmaker. No, you have that, to find that was, one that's like obscure like, betting ones. Geez. Oh my, that's like black you don't get that on stuff. Sky Bet. Yeah, yeah. If you if you call up Vegas, maybe they'll be able to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see what the odds are on like a fight in any of the five Christmas Day games and what defines a fight. Mm. Do players have to get ejected? Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe with two, two area there. two flagrants, two like ejections. It'll be interesting to see, but yeah, here's hoping for. Oh, that's, that's not terrible. Here's hoping for a fight, <laughs> I, I guess. Here's hoping for more entertaining basketball. There we are. Yeah. Whether that means fights or just good games. Either way, man, it has been fun. It's been fun kicking it with you again today, HQD. Episode thirty-three is in the books. We plan to have another one coming before the. Uh, before Christmas maybe it'll be the Christmas one we might mix them together yeah hopefully you know we always come to you for a Christmas special yeah. so look forward to that guys it's gonna be a big one but yeah I'm gonna let you sign off man do your thing yeah well, thank you guys for listening again um, again man so much fun doing this episode you know uh, always getting to talk, talk basketball and early part of the season is always fun 
And um, yeah, man, hopefully, yeah, like Joe said, <laughs> I mean, our schedules are a bit, a bit crazy at the moment. All over the place. <laughs> over, but uh, hopefully we can get a new episode soon. That's it, man. You know what, man? Just keep your eyes peeled, you know. We'll be there when you least expect it with a new episode and then do your thing and keep showing us love like you've been doing, man. But appreciate you all for listening. Have a great one. And we'll see you all soon. Peace.